Welcome to the Xbox Podcast. It's 2022. It's still. We're in January. This is our second show of the new year. And if you're a new or returning viewer, welcome. The only podcast straight from Xbox. We drop each Friday, YouTube, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, all those amazing places. You don't just get me. You get the gang. There's Jeff over there on your left, Rebecca over there on your right, and everybody's here. Hey, gang. How you guys doing? Slow week. Yeah, just not much. I was like, you know, and we were talking, we were going back and forth. You all, we were all texting. Should we do a show? We don't really have much to talk about. Yeah, we sh- no, we we got a lot to talk about, don't we? In fact, you know, one of the big news. In fact, we usually talk about what we're playing and things about that. So I've been doing all the talking. So maybe we should talk a little bit about that. Rebecca, hello, New York. <laughs> hello from New York. Um, yeah, I haven't been a ton this week um like i mentioned last week i've been playing overcooked 2 with my roommate and some friends um great couch co-op game i uh, got to try nobody saves the world which spoiler alert is out on steam xbox and xbox game pass and i actually met with ian from drinkbox studios um so I look forward to that interview a little bit later Hello, but yep, it's a pretty yep. cool game uh rpg some different like tabletop elements you can change forms it has a kind of uh I don't want to say dark sense of humor, but kind of like a zany sense of humor throughout the game. So um, it's it's pretty cool, but I'll, I'll talk more about it later. <laughs> All right, that's cool. That, that's that's cool. a great team. Um, so I, their first game that, so Drinkbox, uh, they made, you might've played Guacamelee 1 and 2, which were like really awesome Metroidvanias that had like a cool style and like really nailed the combination of, um, I would say the Metroidvania traversal and combat. It's excellent game. Check either of them out if you haven't already um uh because I, I love them but their first game was uh mutant blobs attack right which i, I think I, I think it did eventually it, it was an early idea at xbox game i'd played it when it first came out on ps3 and i got to meet a number of folks uh over there and they just have a very uh fun cartoony art style but they really nail the gameplay and that's uh, so i'm definitely looking forward to playing nobody saves the world yeah, you'll see. In fact, uh, Rebecca, thank you for doing that interview. We'll roll that later on. You'll see a lot of the gameplay. So we kind of go through and talk about some of the crazy characters there. Um, and then, Jeff, I see what you have over your shoulder there. A little bit of a <laughs> cut scene. One of the other big games in Game Pass this week, right? Yes. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, a day one entrant into Xbox Game Pass and Game Pass for PC. And we got to, we got to play this last week. And... Go on, Larry. Not only do we get to play, and Rebecca, we, you weren't around when we played this. We played it completely wrong. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I feel like we're kind of in like a new golden age of cooperative shooters. Um, and uh, with many of them in Game Pass, uh, like like Aliens Fireteam and Back for Blood. Um, we went into this kind of like Back for Blood. And Back for Blood, what I've really enjoyed about it uh, when we were playing it all in the fall was this was like the game where, oh, friends are in it. Let's catch up. How you been? Yeah. Haven't seen you in a while. Oh, by the way, we're just like, you know, chewing through hordes of, of zombies. It's, or it's kind of mindless, play. right? You know, we're just kind of the gameplays in the background, to your point. Not, not that yeah. this is, but, but this game is completely opposite. Like, we dropped in, Rebecca, and... Uh, we're like, okay, let's just, okay, we kind of see somebody over there. Okay, let's go. And we go running into the building, yeah. and I don't think anybody came out. <laughs> so, the, so the way it works, it's significantly more tactical. There's a game where you you need a game plan. You check your corners. You can actually deploy a uh, like a drone, a little, it kind of looks like cell phone on wheels. 
to yeah, go through. You've seen this in some, you've seen this in the previous Rainbow Sixes. You can go through and whatnot. You spot you spot where these these aliens are, and um, you mark them. And and the key things are there's like these nests that can spawn new ones. Obviously, you need to take them out. But when things are under when you're quiet, you go in, you surgically eliminate these these different nests or aliens or or whatever. You're under control. Once it hits the fan, though, you know, you got to start making snap decisions. And let, let us just say, we were not graceful under pressure uh, <laughs> at all. We were pretty wiped out. And so the the, the levels are sort of divided into sections. And um, you have, you pick out these different uh, operators that have different skills. I was using a, a medic, as I typically do. One of them could uh, spot different uh, characters from, from a far distance. Uh, some can sort of clean up this slime that's on the floor that slows you down. And mm. you, when you make it to the next section, you can sort of regroup a little bit and re-ammo up and stuff like that. We made it past the first section. One Literally. of us made it through. I think what you can do is if if someone gets uh, knocked out, um, then they sort of like are encased in like sty- protective styrofoam and you can sort of like throw them in a, like it's not wait a, a minute, dumpster, wait a minute, wait a minute, kind wait a minute. Like you're, a dumpster. You're, you're missing. You're missing the fact is that. So I, I will be completely honest. I'm the one who went down first, and you. Yep. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not like you get. You can go down once, but if you get if you get taken down second time, then you're out. And when you're out, yeah. as Jeff said, you're encased in this. You look like a mummy, right? You're encased yeah. in this. Looks like gauze, but that's it. But somebody has to carry you out. To the revive machine, which in some cases, I think, Jeff, you carried me out for a little bit. And Will from The Wire was our other third player. He carried me out. But it was brutal. But at the end, what happened is I at some point, I just like because I when, you, when you're holding them, then you can only use your sidearm. Yep. And I ran out of out of ammo in my sidearm. You He's got to be a little smarter. <laughs> and at some point, I just dropped Larry and ran and <laughs> managed to make it out. And then what happens is that operator has to be rescued in a future one. So it's not like, we'll get him next time. Yeah, he no, doesn't like, respawn no, no, no. at the beginning. He's still in there. Yeah. I'm still in yeah, there. Still, <laughs> exactly. So you'd have to choose a different character and go in and like rescue and like properly rescue mm-hmm. them and, and have them sort of be medevaced out. And um, I want to give this another go, but we just have to be smarter, more patient, more quiet, and not just be like talking about our day. You know, yeah, you have to. You, you, the, to this, game, this game needs to be in the front of your thinking, not in the back of your thinking. And I'm sure once we get Wait, there, yeah. we'll figure it out. But just like with any new game, we've all played that new game, and it's it's you know you got to figure it out. But to yeah. Jeff's point, once once they carried me out, there's a revive. It's almost like the back to pod in 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 um, Boba Fett, right? You you drop me in oh, this yeah, thing, good point. right? Yeah. You drop me in this thing, and I'm I maybe I'm floating in something I don't know. Uh, but it's, and you have to revive and it's not like, oh, do, 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 revive. It's actually taking some time, right? Right, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of times where your back is constantly against the wall in this once things go down. Mm-hmm. I, and so I did watch just to see what other folks I knew other reviewers had it. And I watched a stream from kind of funny where, um, Andy Cortez, who is a fantastic shooter player, seen so play a lot of Halo. He was joined by Snowbike Mike. And I was like, oh, these guys are playing an entirely different game. Okay, we actually, ma- ma- would you mind if I read the text, Jeff? Go on. A couple of days ago, um, he says, so apparently he's been talking to, this is Jeff, Jeff texts to me about Rainbow Six. He says, we rushed it a bit. People I spoke to 
with it are digging in. We are playing it wrong to run and gun. That's what it says. And I said, we have to play it slow. He says, yes, we need to be clinical, check the corners. And I said, like splinter cell slow? He says, perhaps. So we played it wrong. We, we're saving you. Trust me, we're saving you angst right now. <laughs> Go yeah. slow. It's, it's, it, look, if you want to run and gun, there are those games. Actually, Anacrusis just came out last yep. week. And I haven't played it yet, but it, it seems like a real swift, uh, you know, have fun uh, and and just not think too much. If you want to be more tactical, this is your game and it looks great. And so we just need to get, get good, I guess. <laughs> Rebecca, will you help us get good? Yeah, I, it sounds fun. I mean, I definitely like when I play co-op games like this, like I try to go on the slower end and I feel like I'm always the one kind of picking up, <laughs> like picking up the slack at the end. So uh, yeah, if you guys want to do a more thorough playthrough, I'd love to join this weekend. Yeah, and it's again, uh, you know, this is in the theme here, the umbrella of it's on Game Pass. It's now available on Game Pass. We'll talk. I'm going to talk to one of the level designers later on in the show. So check it out. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction on Game Pass right now. So all you and all your Game Pass friends can download it and check it out. So anything else happened this week? Let's see. Let's see. Mm. Let's see. No news, Snow really. in the Northeast. My bank account yeah. is 68 and a half or 69 billion dollars less right now. <laughs> Did you pick that nice up, Lauren? Anyway, yeah, as, as you probably saw, um, you know, the big news this week was we have an intent to inquire Activision Blizzard. Uh, Microsoft is going to. So that's really exciting for us. Now, I'm sure you're tuning into this and the comments are going to fill people. Oh, we want to know X, Y, and Z and all these details. And the reality is this is going to take a while. This is, a, as you know, money-wise, it's one of the biggest, it's the biggest deal Microsoft's ever purchased. We were talking about that. And somebody told me it was the biggest deal in the tech industry. I don't know if that's actually true. Oh, interesting. Um, but in any event, it's a lot of money. And there's a lot of um, a lot of work that needs to be done before it's finalized. And that's all we can really say right now. As you can imagine, there's lawyers and regulators. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of I don't want to say hoops, but there's a lot of work to be done before this is done. I think that's a good way of putting it. Right, guys? And then yeah, once that's done, so. then we can talk more, right? Yeah, um, then we, then we can talk more. So just, then, if, if you're tuning you know, in, you're not going to get any, you're not going to hear about anything really, you know, more about what we're planning on doing because we, we don't know yet. We have to wait until, you know, the ink is dry. Okay. It's like, it's not, it's like, it's like when you point at a house and go, oh, we want to buy that house and we don't own it yet and we move in. We can't move in yet. Okay. <laughs> we're, not, we're not there. So um, once that happens and the deal is closed, I'm sure we will have plenty to talk about and we'll have some guests on the show and looking forward to everybody at Activision and Blizzard joining the Xbox team because it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, we know a lot of people there. Rebecca, do you know anybody at Activision Blizzard? You must have some friends there. Uh, I have a couple friends, yeah. Yeah, I do too. And and Jeff, I know I know you as well. Uh, so we're, it's going to be exciting to you know have a reunion with old friends and create new ones. So that's really the most important thing. It's going to be very exciting. I think... Um, you know, I, I, we all have a backlog and, and sitting in my backlog, I think pinned is there's a couple, I always love the Call of Duty campaigns and I know I can go to them whenever and I have them all because I've, I've picked them all up in the last couple of years. Um, yeah. But I think, I think I'm like two behind now. I need to go, I need to play the, the most recent Black <laughs> yeah, Ops campaign. Now I feel like very motivated to go do that. So I'm yeah. going <laughs> to be catching up pretty soon. Well, we got a lot. We got a lot to catch up on, but yeah, so we're excited about that. And again, you know, as as things continue and progress, and things get closer to when it's going to be finalized, we'll have more details, or at least we'll, I can share more. But right now, there's nothing more to say except we're excited. I think that's about it, right? Yeah, you could <laughs> that's pretty well. 
If you want to look at details, uh, everything that's out there is on, uh, there's two places. One is on Xbox Wire. That's going to be pinned to the to the top of uh, news.xbox.com for some time. And then over on Microsoft.com, there's the, the press release, which talks about a little bit more of the businessy side. I'm sure if you listen to the show, you've probably already seen all of this stuff. But if you want to see you know, comments from Phil, Phil wrote the uh, blog post on, uh, on Xbox Wire. Really interesting to see his thoughts and to see what the gaming leadership team looks like on Xbox. We've got a nice uh, image there. So a, it's just really cool. I yeah, have a little go. story, and I think I told this one to you, Jeff, because... Last week, uh, I was here in my office, and I was playing, I think I was playing, maybe I was waiting to play Halo, waiting for you, Jeff, or I don't know, maybe I, oh, I think I was playing the pedestrian, because I've been into that lately. And I went through, and I got an invite from Phil, a game invite for, I think what we were playing, something on uh, Spelunky 2. And so we, <laughs> we joined Spelunky 2, we get in the game party, and we're talking, and we're chatting. And we're talking about our holiday, and and I just had, I couldn't tell, but there was something the way Phil was talking. I was like, something's going on, something big. And I didn't know what it was. I had no idea what it was, and sure enough, here we are. So, but I can something just say big. this. Phil is Phil is an amazing person to work with. Um, he Seriously, he's if, if you follow him on Xbox Live, um, you know, he is, he, he games all the time. He plays, he knows the game loops. He knows he's, you know, he worked, he worked in studio, so he knows all of that. Um, but yeah, he's, it's great to have him as the CEO of gaming here at Xbox. It's just amazing. Was he propping you up on Spelunky too? We were just running, we were, you know, he killed me a couple of times. I killed him a couple of times. We were just, <laughs> we were, again, that, that was one of those examples, Jeff, of the game. We were just talking and the game was in the background and that's what happened. It was just kept dying. We're just trying to figure it out. We're having fun. So you have to really just reminded me of something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I've only played with Phil a couple times. I think we ran a raid in in Destiny. I think we did. Uh, uh, was it Oryx uh, or Crota? One, uh, the one like the second one ever, and that was very uh, intimidating because I had just started here. Uh, but we also played when Rainbow Six Siege, which is out on Game Pass for both PC and console. Want to make sure you know that. Uh, separate from Extraction, which is of course also available in both. Um, we jumped in, in on on. Xbox One when it came out, and we ended right. up in playing with Phil. Right, and that's a very tense game. And as you recall, you know, it was two different groups of what were we like six of us. Yeah, and I was tense as it was because it's a tense game. I'm also tense because we're playing with Phil, playing with the boss. And we were going down, yeah, and we were going down. We were like in a basement, and we were on defense. I think waiting for another group to come in. I think I remember and this. I, my hand was on the trigger, and and I and it was like I had like a single shotgun. Boop. I hit him. I shot him in the back. Didn't knock him out, but just like, just one like sort Man. of like shot. And Phil just goes, "Did somebody shoot me?" And I <laughs> and I don't. I think I just like I just muted my mic. I don't think I said anything. And he knows. He knows. And if he doesn't know, then he knows now. He but, knows. Um, I'm sorry, Phil. I'm sorry that that happened. Let me make that. Up to <laughs> but anyway, he's what I'm, what I'm getting at is you know he is. Uh, and Jeff and I and Rebecca, we know a lot of people in the games industry, but he is one of the most incredible uh, leaders. He's a great, he's a gamer himself. He just cares about putting gamers at the center. You hear him say that. And it's all true, right, Jeff? You've been in meetings, Rebecca, you've been in meetings oh. with him. I've been in meetings with him where he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, this is, you know, he thinks about it just like anybody else does, just like gamers do. So anyway. A lot of times if I have meetings, he's just like, what are you playing? And we have a, that, that's the conversation. That's and, the icebreaker. Uh, you know, to, or starting, that's the icebreaker. Exactly. So yeah. that's. Always a fun conversation. 
Uh, so in fact, I'm, I'm trying was, to get him on. I'll yeah. get him on the show in the future to talk more about this because he, you know, I, I send him an email. He's like, oh, I can't really. Like I said a moment ago, can't really say too much. So when he can say something, I want to get him on. So All right. But you did get some people on, and it ties in with another piece of news that came out uh, this week on Tuesday. Um, obviously, the reverberations from uh, the Activision Blizzard deal, you know, continued on. I mean, yeah. it continued on as we as we um, as we record this. But uh, a couple hours later, we announced uh, the late January releases for Xbox Game Pass. Yes. When I saw this list, I was just like. You know, Game Pass does not miss. And so there was some some really great stuff. So I just wanted to call out a couple of the titles here. Please do. I don't do. know how, if you've got this stuff handy over yeah. on, uh, uh, you know, on Xbox Wire. But uh, one of the games that is frequently, was it's certainly in the running for Game of the Year last year, Death's Door, uh, is available for uh, cloud, console, and PC as of the time you're listening to this, January 20th. And uh, that is a huge ad. Um, Nobody Saves the World, as we're going to hear Rebecca talking to Drinkbox. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, of course, as we've been talking about. A couple other games that jumped out at me. Uh, I think this is the first of the the uh, Danganronpa games uh, to appear on Xbox. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's uh, Trigger Happy Havoc. That's available now. And uh, the Hitman trilogy. Larry, you got really into the, these Hitman games, right? I did. This is, this is all like the Hitman. It's almost like a platform. They even integrate them really well into... And so, so you can you can play missions from previous hit hitmen, uh, hitmen, all in sort of one thing. There you go. This is uh, pretty awesome. Um, I'm just keeping the graphic up here for those of you watching the video. This is a graphic of of what Jeff is kind of going through, and I'll leave it here for a second while you walk I, through the titles. I, yeah, I normally okay, don't go through every game, but I think we should. Yeah, go on, Rebecca. <laughs> oh um, no, I was just going to say I've I've played a couple of these. Um, they're pretty good. Like Did you play Paparazzi. <laughs> no, I didn't, but it looks just up my alley. Have yeah. either of you? Uh, no, but I've, I've read about it. You have to, you've got puppies and you have to take pictures of them. So, okay. That's what people like do with their life, dogs. Honestly. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, another game that I, I think is very interesting uh, is uh, Taiko no Tatsujin, the drum master. These That's Taiko the bottom, on the bottom here. drums. Yeah, yeah, it looks sort of like a, <laughs> it's not a watermelon. It's a, it's a drum. It's a very happy no, drum. No, no, it is um, a ha- Jeffrey. You're right. It's a very happy drum. So these games I played in the arcade in Japan when I went to Japan like a long time. This is like a lot. These sort of like drumming yeah. games. Um, and so I'm very interested in trying that out. And then Windjammers too. And I was like thinking back. I'm like I feel like I've heard the name. That feels Windjammers. like a sailing game, and it doesn't look like a sailing game because it's like a, it's almost like a, like a Tron disc game or something right. like that. The original one came out. As I was looking it up this morning, in 1994 for Neo Geo, I mean that is like that. You <laughs> know they the they've one. been sitting on this for like 20 25 years, years and now, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just thought it was really interesting. So it's a worthy if successor. Coming back after that long, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in trying it out. And next, it's in Game Pass. So why look, not? I mean, just look at this. This is just Game Pass this month. I mean, this is this is this that's is just the to, second half of the month. That's the second Remember? half of the month, right? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Wow. Uh, well, you know, so two of the, as you said a moment ago, two of those titles uh, in, in in Rainbow Six Extraction and Nobody Saves the World, we have some interviews for. Now, Jeff, would you mind bringing us into those interviews for us? Exactly. First of all, we're going to have uh, Larry speaking with Marc-Andre Clermont from Ubisoft about Rainbow Six Extraction. Hopefully some good tips on how to be better operators than, than we are. And then we're going to hear <laughs> a lot uh, from Drinkbox. 
from Ian Campbell, who is the lead designer at Drinkbox Studios. And uh, let's find out if you're that nobody who's going to save the world. Rainbow Six Extraction is now available on Xbox Game Pass. Very excited about it. Many other platforms as well. Joining me is one of the level designers, Marc-Andre Clermont. Marc, how are you? It's nice to see you today. Uh, thank you. Uh, nice to see you too. I'm doing good. Uh, exciting, exciting time for you because the the title has uh, you know is now out and it's available. Tell us a little bit about what the game is about because I mean certainly Rainbow Six has such a history on Xbox, but I'd like to talk to you and I've got some gameplay to show it. So just walk us through what this game is all about, if you would please. Well, this game is really about uh, the Rainbow Six uh, team going against this new threat, the Parasite, that's uh, taken over. Uh, and really, it's a first-person tactical game, uh, first-person tactical shooter. Uh, it's really about going in with your either with your by yourself or with your team again against this new threat. Uh, but again, this time, your guns are not enough. You want to bring your A game, but your A game might not be only your guns. It's really about using your gadgets, your team to its full potential, and all those kinds of things. You know, it's interesting. I had a chance to play it uh, a few days ago, right before it came out. And it is a very different type of game in that with Rainbow Six, they've always been tactical. But this time, it's a different level. Like, we decided we were going to go in and run and gun, and and that did not work. I mean, we were, we were, we were, game was over pretty darn quick. What are some of the tips you can give us as, as, as folks are suiting up that are familiar with Rainbow Six? What are some tips you can give us uh, to, to get ready to, to take on the enemy? Well, for sure, uh, I can understand where, you, where you're going. Like, this game really has a, a lot of challenge, uh, the tactical aspect of it, but also the lethality. Uh, everything can go down very quickly. So make sure that you take your time, try to keep the control as long as you can. Of course, try to bring the, the proper synergy with, between your operators and your friends uh, as you go in, making sure that you can cover all the angles. Take the opportunity to to mark, to observe, uh, taking down those enemies before the alert goes uh, goes uh, goes off is going to make a huge difference. And make sure that you take away if if ever the alert goes on, make sure you take a take care of the nest as quick as possible because otherwise they will make you pay the price. Now, tell us about, as the level design director, and I want to go back to some of the gameplay here because the, the, the levels are very interesting. What are you looking for as you're crafting these levels? Because they're, they're, rather, they're rather intricate. They're not the standard video game level, which is point A to point B. There's lots of pathways here, right? Uh, absolutely. Uh, and in our case, we really want to go with the procedural nature uh, of the levels. Uh, at first, we started to, uh, when we started back in the day, we started with a more linear experience. And we first... We went and said, this this is not the game that we need to do. We were, we were trying to do this tactical experience. And tactical is really about exploring, making sure that you, you take the time and observe, and you face different threats every time. So the objectives are going to be different. Uh, the location of those objectives is going to be different. And every time you go in the the map, we all maps are made out of three sub maps. The orders of the sub maps is going to be different. Uh, the order that you go in is also going to be different as well. So that as a team, you have some knowledge of what you're going to be facing against. Uh, Maybe some knowledge, like you know which objective and what order you're going to be, but you don't know where they're going to be. You don't know where the, how do I call it, uh, uh, what order they're going to be. You don't know the position. You don't know which enemies you're going to be facing. So this is really about the, the tactical aspect, making sure that there's the proper amount of unknown and making sure as a player, you go in and you face those different challenges every single time. 
Now, you talked about the procedural nature of these levels. And for those folks that don't know, procedural means that every time you play it, the system builds it slightly differently. Um, and so as a level designer, how do you think about that? Because, you know, procedurally, it's kind of doing a lot of your work. Do you give it rules that, that it must uh, kind of abide by? Uh, yes, uh, that's exactly what it is. Uh, basically, we're not saying that everything is uh, magically generated every time. Procedural is really about creating this ecosystem where everything connects to each other and those rules will eventually come up with a different incursion. But really, uh, if we went with this route, it's really to give, make sure that uh, getting that proper balance of unknown versus handcrafted, making sure that you get these uh, challenges that are going to be good for your team. You know, we, we talked about the fact that Rainbow Six is such a storied history on Xbox and certainly many other platforms. You know, what 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 were some of the things you had to think about bringing the Rainbow Six experience into, um, you know, to kind of a, a PVE experience? Because you're taking on the, you know, let's be clear, your, your, your operators are taking on the AI. What were some of the things that you had to kind of think about uh, from the original Rainbow Six experience? Oh, so many things. Uh, I mean, first, uh, first and foremost, we were about like going from the the Rainbow Six Siege, and making sure that the, the operators that we pick do fit in this PVE environment, as well as now that we're facing a PVE environment, it, it made sense that for the first time in Siege, we can go with leveling up operators and making sure that you acquire more things the more you play, getting unlocking new weapons, uh, really growing as an operator and acquiring new 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 gadgets with the React tech and everything. Uh, there was huge amount of stuff that we can bring from the from the uh, how do we call it heritage of, of of rainbow to this new experience here facing this new uh, alien parasite threat you know i talked a little bit about a moment ago about how when i went in uh, i was kind of kind of destroyed you know i we, we the team and i went in and jeff and i went in and a couple others went in and it was just we were too fast what are some of the early early uh tips you can give folks that maybe are new to the rainbow six franchise on how they should approach this uh, uh many things i mean take the time to observe uh, making sure that you choose the proper operator for the proper threat i mean if you know you're going to face off against uh, some objective which are more defense related some operators might shine a little bit more uh, for example, if you go in a defense uh, scenario, Tachenka is going to be great. If you go more for an offense scenario, it's going to be great to bring in your team uh, Lion to be able to scan enemies through walls. Uh, take your time uh, on all the walls. Make make sure that you take the time to look at the environment. Uh, you have a timer, but the timer is pretty generous. You have time to do, to do your things. Uh, at the same time, uh, for don't forget your secondary gadgets. Uh, sometimes a smoke grenade well-placed is going to make a big difference or a flash, uh, stun grenade. Uh, what else can we think for players? I mean, there's so many things. Uh, of course, lining up the proper shot, going for a headshot is gonna make a, is gonna make a make or break. Uh, it's gonna be a lot easier to do it before the alert goes on. But once the alert goes off, I would say bring your A game, spam things that you can, uh, that you can do to make sure that you try to gain back control as much as possible. And don't forget, the name of the game, the game is extraction. If you get out of control, sometimes the best solution is to extract. Yeah, or, you know, that's being kind. Sometimes the best solution is to turn around and run. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I really appreciate it. It's great. I mean, I mean, I know folks are excited about it. It's it's now available for Xbox Game Pass and a lot of other platforms as well. So check that out. And I'm really excited to welcome uh, Rainbow Six to Game Pass. And of course, Rainbow Six on Xbox is such a great experience. Mark, really appreciate your time today. And hopefully you have a great day. And thanks again. And congratulations on launch. 
Thank you, and thank you for having me. I look forward to play with uh, so a lot of players uh, very soon. <laughs> Nobody Saves the World from Drinkbox Studios is out now on Xbox, Xbox Game Pass, and Steam. And joining us today, we have Ian Campbell, the lead designer. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Um, do you want to just tell us a little bit about uh, the game, Drinkbox Studios, and uh, your role as lead designer? Sure. Okay. I'll start with the game. So uh, nobody <laughs> Sorry, saves the world. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try and tackle it all. Uh, nobody saves the world. It's the newest game from Drinkbox Studios. It's kind of like uh, an action RPG where you're constantly getting access to like more and more of these wild and wacky forms. There's like almost 20 in the game. Some of them are like more standard, like a ranger or a guard, but some of them are, many of them are more wild, like a robot or a horse or a slug, you know? Um, <laughs> and you can switch between them at any time. You can like pull a move off a dragon and give it to the horse. So you have like a fire breathing horse. Like they can all be customized with each other's moves. So there's a lot of like freedom and experimentation in the game. Um, as for Drinkbox, uh, we're a Toronto studio. We've been making games for, I mean, way over 10 years, maybe even like 15 or more. Um, we just like making games that excite us and are kind of different and yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I was hoping you could tell me a little bit about the different forms that you can take. So I haven't gotten super far in the game yet, but I've seen other people's playing as like a horse, a bodybuilder, a mermaid. Um, do you have like a different form in particular that's your favorite or that you like playing as? I, I really like the horse. Um, the horse is the, it's pretty weird because for example, it's a horse. So it has to attack by like kicking backwards with its legs. So it needs <laughs> a lot of like fiddly precision. But if you can do that, it, it like kicks so hard that it like blows enemies away into other enemies and causes like big chain reactions. Uh, it also has my favorite side quest in the game. Like many different forms have little like secret interactions or quests they can do. Uh, and the horses is all about like falling in love. So there's like a horse love interest <laughs> you can discover, uh, which pops up a few times in the game. Love it, romantic game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did find the gameplay really satisfying, like just accomplishing the quests and the progression. Um, and I noticed that there are some little terms in there that I've seen from like tabletop games or like magic. Um, I'm curious what kind of games your team plays or what kind of games you're inspired by. Oh man, I mean, we play so <laughs> many different games, which is great because I actually don't play that many RPGs, so I would go to the other designers and be like, please help me, give me information. And they would, because they play so many, like, you know, like Hades and Binding of Isaac or Diablo mm -hmm. or like Path of Exile, stuff like that. Um, I'm into like Bayonetta and character action games and stuff. Um, one of the main inspirations for this one was Final Fantasy Tactics, like the number of jobs and the way you customize them in that game. Um, and maybe even like a silly one is like Jetpack Joyride, where like you're constantly getting little uh, like quests and uh, rewards for playing the game. Oh, I like that. That's cool. And I think it's great that you guys all play a different variety of games. And so that kind of experience and knowledge lends its way to a very well-rounded experience. So I love that. Um, I haven't totally. gotten the chance to play co-op yet, um, but I noticed there is an online co-op for the game too. Um, were you guys thinking like 
Is there a different way that people should play when they play together? Or how did you imagine the co-op experience coming out? Um, I don't think there's a like prescribed best way to play co-op. It's just part of what makes the game so good is that there's so much freedom to experiment. Um, and that goes for co-op too. Like all the forms to progress, they're doing these little, what we call quests, like challenges, like, oh, hit five guys at once with this move or like find a clever way to inflict this kind of damage. Um, so in co-op, if both people are playing as the same form, they could um, tackle those quests together. Like the rat has to kill like 10 poisoned guys. So like one player could focus on poisoning people and the other player could focus on killing them. Um, but at the same time, if you're both different forms, you could just kind of do your own thing and maybe even have like a friendly competition of like trying to steal like a quest completion objective before your friend does or something. Okay. I'll have to try it out. Um, I'd also like to say, I just really enjoy the ridiculousness of the game. Uh, like some of the NPCs and the signs, just like these like little, um, like humor and like parts of personality of the game, like Randy the Rad, every time I talk to him is just, <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a favorite like NPC or? Yeah. <laughs> we all, I think we all love Randy the Rad at the studio. <laughs> He's pretty great. Um, huh, I think Marty Joe, I don't know if you've met Marty Joe yet. Mm, um, yet. He's like a, okay, well. Only minor spoilers. He comes in pretty early, but like he's a walking, talking hammer. He's like a person who's been cursed to be a hammer. Uh, he's a very emotional hammer, and I really enjoy his <laughs> antics. Okay, good. I'll keep an eye out for him then. <laughs> Please. Um, I mean, do you have any other tips or other things that new players should keep an eye out for in the game? Hmm. Tips. <laughs> I think mostly just like the quest system that I was describing of how forms progress. It's, I think it's pretty non-standard. So the, you know, the more you pay attention to it, the quicker you're going to progress and the quicker you're going to access more and more of the forms and like the forms abilities and like all the, the juicy stuff that makes the game extra fun. <laughs> um, so I guess my biggest tip would just be like, just take a few extra minutes, focus on that quest system and understanding it, and you'll be like setting yourself up for a great time. Okay, awesome. Um, so where should people go to find out more information on the game or share their feedback and their experiences? Oh, hey, I mean, you mean our, like our Twitter is always open. We have a Discord. Yeah, uh, yeah pretty much anywhere with our name on it. Okay, cool. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to share before we wrap up? Um, I guess just, you know, that it's such a great opportunity to be on here talking about it and to like release a game to be played by so many people. I just hope everyone really enjoys it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. Uh, folks, recommend you try out Nobody Saves the World. It's on Steam, Xbox, Xbox Game Pass. Thank you again, Ian. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ian. And thanks, Mark Andre, for sharing about your new games. Nobody Saves the World, Rainbow Six Extraction, both available on Xbox Game Pass right now. Game Pass for PC. Go play it. Why are you watching this show? Oh, wait, because we have other people here. Thanks for doing those interviews. Uh, oh, it's, always, it's always fun to talk to game developers. Great to get back in the swing of things. Rebecca, thank you for handling that one. And Jeff, we got we got a couple working on for you, Jeff. But, you know, they have to be Yakuza-based, apparently, according to your contract. 
I, I, uh, the games, yeah. not well, the we criminal organization. The here. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you. Oh, that's what I say on my I Twitter account. I beat Last Judgment. I'm still thinking about it. Still By the way, did you notice on, my, on Twitter um, when we made the Activision announcement, um, I changed the header of my... I mean, nobody even looks at Twitter headers anymore, I think, because <laughs> they're always looking at it. Well, I changed it to Pitfall, and it looks awesome. Pit, yeah. So was when like, I was nice. growing we'll up, <laughs> um, there was a kid in my neighborhood, that, and I grew up like nintendo but like some people still out ataris and there was a kid in my school whose dad worked for activision i was in philly so i'm assuming it must have been like a local sales rep right. or something like that but he had this weird atari and i guess this is what like the dev kits must have looked like at the time where there was like the cartridge was always stuck in it but he could remove and add chips in and out of it and he had all of the activision games and activision games were like amazing wow. i mean even back in the atari days because they had pitfall they had Kaboom. Enduro, Kaboom. There right. was like a lot of them. They were one of the- There was a boxing biggest. game. Was that was that them? I, I, I don't know. Because the Activision c cartridges even looked different. They had like the rainbow stripe on them and everything. Right. So right. it was an interesting time, but I just remember that I didn't know that was my first brush with the games industry. Wow. In my, I never did. I did yes. not know that. Um, but anyway, yeah. so it's- uh, yeah, we've got a little bit more news here. We're going to wrap things up. Before we get, um, actually, we'll talk about this uh, right now, if you don't mind, Jeff, before we get to the news, is one of the things. That was the news. Oh, that we was had, the news. We already did the news. It was a pretty big news week. Okay. Um, well, we know we, ha we have the cool uh, Cuphead stuff. Well, yeah, that. But that. Uh, but we'll, we'll go to that in just a second. But one of the uh, one of the things I want to talk about is, um, I was talking about this over the over the holiday break uh, between the middle of December and the middle of January, is I migrated the podcast over to um, Anchor Backend, which kind of feeds all of the podcast um, services like Apple and Google and some of the bigger ones. Um, so I can, I'll put a link to that as well. But more importantly, if you're a Spotify subscriber, you can now watch this in video. This is one of the very few podcasts available as video, which just kind of makes people go, huh? Because the Spotify client is built around listening to audio and playlists and so forth. So go over there and check that out. And then if you sometimes, like this past show, if, you, if you're watching it on the client on your phone or your tablet, you can scroll down and I asked a question about what people are looking for in 2022. So you can actually reply there. So doing a little bit of interactivity. So don't miss that. Um, Did anyone answer? Did... Did, did we know if Tay Swift watched the last well, episode? Or I, you know, I know you brought that up last time, and I don't know if uh, Taylor Swift, you know, actually watched. <laughs> I can't, I can't speak for her and or her people, but I can tell you that we had quite a few people listening to the show. And as I scroll down here, yeah, we had. Oh wow, we had a lot of people. People. The question was, what game you're looking forward to in 2022? Rainbow Six Extraction, Scorn, Starfield. Right. Jeff is trolling me by asking if people are gonna if, if this feature is gonna be used by any of the listeners. Uh, Hitman trilogy, which we just talked about. Um, Larry, you have to read the name of the person who said it okay. because that's the payoff. The payoff is, you know, the Champ uh, Cave Rainbow Taylor Six Swift in Nashville or yeah. T Swift in Nashville. We don't know who it was. It could be any. It could be Thomas Swift, Marvin uh, Jacoby, Scorn, Agent of Tech, Starfield. I like for pan pancakes, Halo Infinite, which is all right. I guess that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see what else. Pasto, Nick, Starfield, Starfield, Abdullah, Starfield. So yeah, there's a lot of folks there. We're going to be doing some interactive things. And if you actually go over to the page I linked to um, on on social to Anchor, you can actually leave us a voice message. So send us a voice message. I don't okay. even know why we're Are doing we that. Are we going to play them? I, I, I can. I can play a couple of them if they're decent and kind. Well, if, they're, if we're asking people to leave a message, we got to... 
What's the hook? You got to think it through, Larry. Let's, I, I have already fought it through. Yeah, here's thought, here's yeah. here's what I'd like to do. I'd I like people I to leave a voice them. message. Rebecca. What would you say to Rebecca's mom? Oh my gosh, <laughs> Larry! <laughs> Keep it we did nice. not rehearse no. this. <laughs> Uh, How I is your mom, by the way? She's, is, she, is she still reading the comments and listening to the show? She is. And she said that she's happy to send a voice message. I think I just have to figure out. I have to figure out how to do it so that I can tell her how to do oh, it. <laughs> so right. stay yeah. tuned. Just feel free. You know, if you want to. So the question I'm asking you, like last week, what game you're looking forward to in 2022? If you want to send us a voice message, feel free to do with that. You can either drop it there or leave us a voice message. But long story short is doing a lot of things on the back end. It really won't impact you, but you're probably going to see this podcast popping up in different areas and it's going to be a much higher profile. So stay tuned. It's going to be exciting 2022 for the podcast. So I'll have I've got one and it can be next week then. Um I want to know, and this is based on the fact of a trailer that came out also uh, on the same day. It was a very busy Tuesday. Um, what is your favorite video game show? And so I've been watching The Witcher, um, and I saw a trailer for Cuphead Show, uh, which here it is, Can which we- looks amazing. Hit play, Hit that play button. Smash it. I am. Look at it. I mean, I, we don't have the it, audio up here, so we can talk over it, but it looks... I also it's funny. They have, like, very New York accents. Like, hey, Cuphead, what you doing? Oh, here? You're good. walking here. What does that but even it mean? Looks... <laughs> See? I did, a, I did the voice acting. Just Actually, there, were, there was someone, one of the characters, really, and I need to look at the IMDb, but it, one of them sounded like Patrick from SpongeBob, so right. we really should look and see who are the Ooh. voice actors for this. But it comes, uh, it debuts, and you'll see at the end of the trailer, I want to say it's February 18th. Yep, And it's a testament to how great Cuphead, the game looks, that it looks a whole lot like the cartoon. And look, that's like even a mechanic from the game. Like when if you're playing co-op and yep. one of the characters is killed, you, they, the other character can grab the ghost. The other and there's the devil the from the game. Give them back to life. Yep. Yeah. And the dice. Yeah, there uh, he is. The casino master. As if on cue. Right there. <laughs> exactly. I've watched this trailer a couple times, but it, it's pretty awesome for MDHR, the the good folks who, who made the game. Yeah. Uh, to be able to expand into uh transmedia well it's I funny because it. if you think about it and i had them on last month it was so great to talk to them talking about their dlc coming out later this year i mean this is a video game that was based on old animation style and now this is a yeah. this is a show based on a video game from an old animation so it's kind of like this big circle oh there's a little high love lucy action there um anyway yeah, uh, full looks, circle it looks great i I never actually finished Cuphead. I got way too frustrated <laughs> like right. halfway through. Um, but so this is really cool. Like I, I always really enjoyed the art style and like kind of the humor of the game. So it's it's nice to see it come to did life. Did you did you did you watch a lot of cartoons growing up, Rebecca? Yeah, of course. Okay, I, 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 I don't know. I didn't know if that some people just don't like I my life. My sisters and I still to this day, many years later, still drop Bugs Bunny references and Warner Brothers references into <laughs> yeah. our. Because, I mean, those are just classic. Jeff, you disagree. Yeah. I think everyone's definition of classic is of different. I'm of sure course. kids 20 years from now will be dropping Coco Melon references into speech. Um, right. But, like, whereas my kid probably does, other than Space Jam 2, probably does, or a new legacy. Well, there's, but there's also no something about, and I, I, you know, the, the Max Fleischer cartoons, which is what Cuphead is based on. And some of those Warner Brothers, they were very, very politically incorrect. 
right? They were very, some of them were like, what, what are they doing? You know, it's, it's very, very interesting. But anyway, it's, 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 I mean, I am, I'm a huge fan of animation. I remember when Roger Rabbit came out and I went to see that and I was like, oh, wow. You know, putting live action with animation. So I'm a big, big animation fan. I have some animated cells in here. I have one, I have one right over here behind my, hanging in my office, which is an original from a, from a Disney. Um, I can't really show it for some insurance reasons, but it's a, uh, it's a Disney cell, uh, that I have and it's, wow. it's an original. Okay. I'm very proud of it. So anyway, so I love, I love animation. Yeah, same. I think I grew up on Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, and uh, I can't see an omelet on a menu without going omelette du fromage from Dexter's Lab. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. very good. That's very good. Continue on with the French right. theme of our show here. Uh, anyway, uh, so we are. We talked about we talked about Spotify. We talked about Netflix. We talked about uh, what a big week it's been in uh, in news for us this week and the tech industry. So we're looking forward to to talking about that in the future. All right, we're going to let you guys go because I know you've got, you got, by the way, did you have some pictures in the back there, Rebecca? I noticed the lights have some like nice photos back there. Yeah, I did. I'm working on it slowly. I actually have a shelf in this Lord of the Rings poster that I'm going to hang up. But funny thing is the shelf didn't come with any screws. <laughs> so um, I need to, <clears throat> I have some more shopping to do. So Okay. Screw, you have screw shopping to do more specifically. <laughs> Now yeah. <laughs> just tape it up there. It'll be fine. It'll, now, it'll, now, Jeff it'll and good. Rebecca, we I know the answer to this because we are on a separate thread at work. Do, should we talk Wordle at all? Let's talk Wordle. Oof, man. Are you I know who, I know who introduced us to all of this? Uh well, I'm the one who started the 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 thread at, at the office on our on our Teams chat. But I know that we were kind of all playing it independently. Like, Jeff, I think you were playing it, and then I started playing. I don't know. I don't. I just think it was one of those, it was like a Spider-Man thing. You're playing it? I'm playing it. You're playing You know, it's one of those things. Yeah. Um, so, right? What, what I've learned is you yeah. all wake up much earlier than I do, and it puts a lot of pressure on me <laughs> because, well, Re- Rebecca, you're on the East Coast, but by the time I wake up, I wake up, there's the chat already there. Like, I got it in three turns, and I'm like, well, right. oh, great. Green, you know, now, if I don't green get yellow, black. Turns, and, yeah, it's, it's I'm, uh, I'm dumb. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, you guys, I don't, I mean, Larry, what time do you wake up? Because there have been some times where I'm like just on my phone waking up and Larry's already (laughs) sent the team a message. I'm like, you sleep? (laughs) Well, you have to remember, I have a four year old and she is, uh, she was on the East Coast. So she was making, she had a timing adjustment. But usually, I I usually get up at 3 a.m. sometimes and I'll, what, Jeff? What? Why? Casual. Why would you wake up at 3 a.m.? <laughs> because, I don't know, I got to go to the restroom, I got to get some water, and when I'm sitting there, I'm doing Wordle. And then you do your Wordle? Yes! <laughs> and then I go back I, to that bed. Is like, that is terrible sleep hygiene. Like, yeah, if I look is. at my phone, that's it, I'll be up. That's, um, that, it I'm is just worried about you, Larry. But, like, did you, did you all do today's? Yes. yes. Okay, so today, and this show will air a couple days, so we're, talk, we're recording this on Wednesday when it was point, uh, P-O-I-N-T, mm-hmm. and... I, I, what was your, do you remember your first word, Rebecca, that you started with? What's your seed word? Uh, it changes. I've, okay. I'm trying not to, I mean, maybe I shouldn't. I think I used um, learn. Okay. Uh, hmm. And like, That's I only one. got one, one letter that was kind of out of order. Um, and then I can't remember what I did next, actually. Let me pull it up. But yeah, I, the one I, that really got me was, yeah. oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. no, go ahead. The one that really got me was uh, Shire, I think, over the weekend. Um, and yeah. I, I mentioned this in our Teams chat, but like I, so my roommate also does Wordle. I got her onto it. Um, 
And after it was Shire, I was like, I don't know if any like non Lord of the Rings Americans yeah. would get this one because it's not a common word that we use. And sure enough, she like she's really smart. Like she gets most of them, but she didn't get this one. This one blanked her. Um, did she get it at all, or yeah, did she like, did she not get it at all? Yeah, it's a tough no. one. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, what was guys starting word well for today it was plain p-l-a-n-e and i got you know first and and Lucky. fourth yeah fourth and then i went to plain to pan, panda to point so <laughs> how'd you do jeff what's I your usually start word? i start with i always start with stand okay um this is what i usually pick and then i usually pick something that because with the m it has a bunch of vowels in it sometimes i'll use like if i'm not mm-hmm. making any progress a burner word where i'll just ignore the greens and yellows and I'm like, let, just to get as I'll pick a word like mourn or something, M O U R N, you know, so, something that might like has like a lot of like popular letters that might not have shown right. up in that first yeah. group. Um, just to like, give me an idea. And sometimes I'll strike gold, especially if I hit like turn four and I'm still like nowhere near it, then, then drastic. Action Hail Mary. Required. Yep. You know, I've got I, a few on turn six. You know, people have really different strategies for this. Cause I actually do that normally like i don't guess like if i get one like if i get like the you know like the green the green one to say like this is in the right spot i'll usually unless like i know what it is already i'll keep going with words that don't include that letter just so that i can kind mm. of figure out what else isn't in yeah what's on that the board. word and then i kind of save it yeah. for my final guess yeah well you know what i think uh as a result of this please ignore the earlier conversation this is the question what is your wordle start word that's the question That's, we're going to pose. Yeah. You can look for it. So ignore everything else. That's and you can see if you're on Spotify, scroll down as you're listening or watching the show, and you'll see a little thing pop up. Let us know what your Wordle start word is. How's that sound? I think you should start pulling a random, a random entrant. I don't know if you can DM these people, but uh, I don't think I don't know if prizing can happen. But that would be really fun. Yeah. So look my, into my, it. But yeah, no my, like for this week, like one of my start words is teams. Um, but uh, again, there's no. Man. Yeah, there's the, well, no, it just kind of popped in. It, it worked for me last week. I don't remember what it was. I wish I could go back in this. I should find, you know what? I should find the, uh, I should reach out to the guy who, who invented, uh, I think it's Andrew. Get him on the show. Get him <laughs> on the show. Yeah, Andrew, let's see if we could, if you know him, tell him we want him on the show. Uh, but anyway, so that's our Wordle conversation. Anyway, we got we to gotta wrap up here because I know we've got to run to meetings. We have our regular jobs to do. But Rebecca, I appreciate you joining us uh, three hours ahead in New York City and, and keep up there. Hopefully you're staying healthy out there in New York. I'm trying, you know, pizza diet, but also getting a lot of exercise. So it kind of balances out. That's that's good. All right. Well, good. Sounds Uh, about right. Jeff, I hope you're staying healthy as well. Not even close. All right. That's (laughs) normal. So anyway, thanks, gang. Thanks for thanks for downloading the show. And dear listeners and viewers, thank you for listening and and sending us feedback. Uh, If you're if you're watching this on YouTube, drop something down in the comments. If you're watching this on Spotify or listening anywhere else, go over to Spotify and drop a let us know what your Wordle start word is. So we'd love to, we'd love to hear you. Teams, is it uh, Spork? I don't know. Let me know. Spork. That would be <laughs> a good one. <laughs> so, all right, gang. We'll talk to you. Anything before one. we go, gang? Rebecca, anything you want to say before we wrap up? Uh, no. <laughs> all right. Jeffrey, over to you. Please don't leave any voice messages for Rebecca's mom. I'll it's see you guys. Yeah, that, actually, <laughs> okay. yeah. All right. No Rebecca's mom voicemails, but tell us what your Wordle start word is, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great time, everybody. Bye-bye.